Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This ongoing study of the Bible is designed to help and encourage us to draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions about the Bible or your walk with the Lord Jesus, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. I appreciate your patience over the last couple of weeks. Due to recovering from illness, I've not been able to do any new studies. Hopefully you've been able to study on your own and or tap into past studies. Today on Drawing Near, Paul, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, commands Timothy to fully rely on God and go forward in his ministry. So let's take our Bibles and turn to 2 Timothy chapter 2 as we discuss My Son, Be Strong. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And Father, we're grateful to come to you today together to study your word. Now, Father, we know we have the responsibility to open up your word, to read, study, meditate, memorize on our own. But Father, there's a special blessing in just knowing that we are looking at a passage together and that we are sharing some thoughts together. And Father, we ask that you'd help us to focus, to intentionally grow in our understanding of your word so that we may apply these truths to our lives. Give us wisdom and discernment as through this devotional study we engage your word. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's begin today's study by reading 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Paul writes, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Uh, This is an especially important passage of Scripture to me because it's part of the Scripture that was shared during my ordination service way back in the 1980s. It's been a part of many ordination services. It's an important passage of Scripture also because it gives direction to the church, and not only to the church, but I believe it gives direction to parents. Let's break this down. In verse 1, Paul says, you therefore, and because we've been apart for a little while, and you may have lost the context of this study, Paul has been sharing in chapter 1 how he is in prison, how he is longing to see Timothy. He has shared how he has suffered for the gospel, been persecuted for the gospel. He has called Timothy to be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might, to stir up the gift that he had received through the laying on of hands. He wanted him to be able to endure the kind of persecution and difficulty that was necessary to go forward in the gospel, especially without Paul, because Paul's not getting out of prison. So he says, you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. We should not underestimate the importance of challenging people or being challenged to be strong. When Joshua takes over for Moses, in the first few chapters of God's dealing with Joshua, God makes a covenant with Joshua. He covenants with him that he will do certain things for him and through him. He will work in Israel. He will give him victory over opposing armies. Only, and he says this over and over and over again, but be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. If you're not aware of it, 
It takes strength and courage to be the people of God in a world that doesn't believe or follow the Lord Jesus Christ. It takes courage. Now, when Joshua is being encouraged, and no doubt when Timothy is being encouraged, it's not just because the world is against them, not just because armies or people who uh, want to disparage the gospel or cause hardship to the people who share the gospel or withdraw from her. It's not just that. People within the church, people within Joshua's community will also rise up and stand against. And the reason why they do this is because they feel guilty for not being strong and courageous. They're timid, and so they attack the leader. They attack others who are going out doing what they're supposed to do. And Paul urges Timothy to be strong, to be courageous, but he wants him not to be strong in his own strength. He wants him to be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. In other words, God provides us with the resources we need to be strong, but we need to rely on the Lord Jesus Christ. That requires us to, by faith, go forward, do what we're supposed to do, and trust in Jesus to provide what we need to get it done. Not only to provide what we need in the circumstances or outwardly in people's hearts and lives, but to provide what's necessary for us to stand strong while doing and speaking and acting in the will of God. This is important. We cannot do what God calls us to do alone, and He doesn't want us to. He wants us to be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Then verse 2 goes on and says, And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. There is a responsibility here, a responsibility that is given to leaders in the church, but is also given to the church itself. We have a responsibility to perpetually continue training up the next generations. Not just the next generations, but train up people in our generation so that the gospel can go forward. What was Timothy to do? Why has everything about the suffering, about persecution, about hardships, why all of this encouraging leading up to this? Because this is the heart of what Paul wants. It is critical that the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. There's two parts to this ministry. Both parts, Paul has been doing all of his ministry. Paul heard from the Lord Jesus what Jesus wanted proclaimed. He heard from him personally. And what did Paul then do? He went out and he taught other people. Not only that, but he entrusted these things. He committed these things to faithful men like Timothy and like Titus and sometimes individuals like Mark. He worked alongside of people like Barnabas. And we only have a tip of the iceberg of what Paul did. But we have a twofold ministry, or at least leaders in the church do. We need to hear what we're supposed to know and understand that we're to teach others. But as we teach others, we're to commit these things to faithful men who also will go out and teach others. What a responsibility. 
Notice Timothy is not here to design church programming. He's not being told that he needs to go out and just pump up people or fill seats in churches. Or What's he to do? He is to continue to teach others while committing these things to faithful men who will also teach others. That's the heart of church ministry. A church should be a church where people are taught the things of God, while training individuals to also go out and teach others the things of God. What does that require? Well, it requires being strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the only reason we need the strength of Christ Jesus is because we are committing ourselves to doing this. It is a healthy church that has young people always being trained, not just in the things of the Lord, but being trained to commit these things to other people as well. Part of every pastoral ministry should be the equipping of young people, young men in particular, to carry on the ministry. And it is a blessed church that does that. God blesses that ministry because that's at the heart of what Jesus did as he went around teaching. He committed the teaching to his disciples. And that's what the disciples did. That's what Barnabas did with Mark. That's what Paul did with Timothy and Titus and others. We need to do this too, because we will not always be here, but there will always be this need until Jesus Christ returns for someone to teach other people. And it requires strength and faithful commitment to do these things. I pray that we will commit ourselves to this. Now, the last thing I'll say is, I believe Christian parents have the responsibility to train and teach their children with the idea that their children will grow up to also train and teach, at the very least, their children. We all have this responsibility as believers. And if you don't have children, they're grown. Maybe they'll listen, maybe they won't. We need to train our grandchildren or we need to train some little child or some young people around us. We need to pass on what we've learned through the gospel. That's necessary. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for these things. Thank you for helping us to be your disciple, to be your children, to be your messengers, ambassadors in this world. Help us to realize the importance of continually perpetuating this cycle of sharing the gospel, sharing the word of God, and intentionally training young people, other people, faithful people, to carry on this ministry themselves. Father, this is one of the most urgent things in our world today, because so much of the Christian community is no longer doing it. So many people, so many pastors and churches have surrendered teaching the truth of your word. And I pray, Father, that those who remain would be faithful, that you will raise up a mighty army, a mighty group of people in the generation to come who can be taught, who can continue on this ministry and share and preach and teach. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for speaking to us through your word. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are shared. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.